This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Delero fans, Della Pittsburgo. I don't know if that's really how you do it in Spanish, but I love the pickets up against. So that's the best I could do. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. It's here we go, the Steelers show. I am with my good friend KT Smith as always. It's the off season, but if you look at the calendar, for us, it's leap year. A year early? KT, what am I talking about? Ah, leap year. Before well, before we talk about that, Brian, we, it, it's good to good to be back. We missed each other last week. You were in, you were in the woods. I was I was in another continent. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, nice to nice to nice to see you again. You know you know what I we kind of exaggerate when we say I'm in the woods because I'm at a scout reservation and there's a dining hall. There's I mean there's a, a leader's lounge there's air conditioning i've got a really nice tent with a cot so it's not like i'm roughing it too bad uh you know well i mean i i picture it differently right so allow me to keep my illusions but i picture yes, you out please there. do I, I picture you out there like you're wrestling bear and <laughs> you know like starting fire from like two stones i mean those you know, very caveman-esque stuff yeah i just just like you being a coach being a scout master is kind of a coach in a different way oh well, sure it is you got a whole bunch of kids that you got to direct and get a lot of them to do things that they don't really want to do i mean one, one of the biggest 
one of the biggest aspects of coaching is just that getting young people to do things that they're not that thrilled about about doing or to get them to do to the best of their ability when they kind of want to go through the motions it's the motivational element that's really underrated yeah you know it really is and it's what's really awesome to see and i know you see this the difference between freshmen and uh juniors and seniors I uh, I see the difference from the first year campers to guys that are now life scouts getting ready for the Eagle Scout. And it's really cool to watch these guys. And when the culture starts setting in and you can sit back as a scoutmaster or a coach and watch them lead and, you know, in your case, go through drills, me go through, uh, just go through uh, the different uh, leadership sessions that they have to do and uh, go through KP duty and all of that. And when I have youth leaders doing my job for me, it is fantastic because that's the way it's set up. And when you have your captains taking care of drills for you, that means there's so many other things that you could be doing to make the program better. And it's all about one word for me. And I think it's the same anywhere you're in a leadership position, whether it be football, whether it be scouts, whether it be student government, whether it be a teacher, whatever it is, it's culture. And once that culture hits, it's pretty amazing. And that's something we could always talk about with the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Yeah, that really is a truly under underrated element of any organization. What kind of culture are you building? Is your culture based on fear? Is it based on trust? Is it based on uh, the you know the the peer leadership that you're talking about ownership of a thing that's a big thing in our program is, is is sort of taking ownership of it and and one thing we know about the Steelers is one of the reasons they've been so successful is because their culture is just different you hear it from from guys whenever they come to the Steelers as a free agent they talk about the culture of the building just being different from previous places that they've been so that's certainly a, a, a huge element in, in any organization. It, it definitely is. And something I want to hit on, I, you know what? We're going to do dude of the week right now. Ooh. And I know I didn't even clear this with you. Oh, I got a guy, but I, I'm ready if you got a guy too. Okay. Well, I tell you what, I don't have a guy. Oh, I've got a girl. Ooh. That is going to be my Curveball. dude of the week. Yeah. Okay. I want to say congratulations to my daughter, Jillian. Oh, oh perfect. And the reason I'm going to, uh, you know, say congratulations. She isn't away from home all summer, as is my son. They are at BSA camp staff and they are on staff this year. And uh, Connor is uh, a senior leader and uh, he teaches merit badge classes. He does those things. Jillian is a CIT, which is a, uh, a counselor in training. And so she was awarded last night out of all the CITs. She was CIT of the year for mm. this year. And I, I am so proud of her and her growth just over four to five weeks being away from home. She has been absolutely phenomenal and I'm so proud of her. And I was so glad to see her win that award last night. It brought tears to my eyes. Oh, congrats. That's awesome. We are the CIT. So pity us. <laughs> <laughs> Next year she gets paid. Okay, good, good, good. This year she uh, works for free. That's good. Good, uh, congratulations. My 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 dude of the week was not going to be your daughter. I, <laughs> I'm sure that that doesn't come as a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> How dare but you, I, Kevin? <laughs> I, I, will, 
I was uh, I just happened to I just happened to count the days between now and the Steelers opener. And do you want to take a guess how many days it is from now? The day that this show is airing Friday to the Steelers opener. How many days? I thought I think it's like 60, isn't it? You're very close. It's 58. Oh, are we talking so about quite, a birthday do, I even, boy? Do, I, do I even have to finish my sentence at this point? Are we talking about last week's birthday boy? Oh, I mean, come on. So, you know, if it's if it's 58 days to the opener, there's only one person who could be the dude of the week. And for me, that's appropriate because not only was Jack Lambert my favorite player growing up, but as we transition to a new world here for us at the Steel Curtain Network and we leave behind uh, the the old network, I mean, I, I think back to like my original username uh, at, at uh, behind the Steel Curtain. It was Cliff Harris is still a punk that has some some Jack Lambert roots in that one there. Oh, so, it does. Uh, so it's a very appropriate day for me to, to give the due to the week to, to Mr. Lambert. Okay. So uh, when we're recording, this is the 13th of July. And of course, Jack Lambert's birthday is July 8th. Now he does share a birthday with, uh, with another uh, entity. Let's just put it that way. A very important entity to us. Who has the cooler birthday? Who is more important? Is it Jack Lambert, who I believe turned 71 last week? Or is it the 90-year-old franchise that is our Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, I mean, the franchise will will trump all. But within that, it's very appropriate that Jack Lambert shares uh, the same birthday as the birth of the franchise. Because in many ways... I, I, you know, you could make a strong argument that if you had to pick one player who who encapsulates the spirit of the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's Jack Lambert. Yeah, you know what? I I really think you could. Um, some people are going to say Franco. Some people are going to say Joe Green. I say Lambert just for the fact that, of course, you could throw Bradshaw in there. You could throw a lot of guys in there. But the reason I say Jack Lambert is because it's intimidation. It's uh, a lot of heart in that man. He actually played the villain for a long time too, to the rest of the National Football League. And uh, you know, the villains in westerns always wore the black hats, and Pittsburgh Steelers wear the black hats. And I think uh, if you look for one bad dude, and I say bad with uh, with rinse, yeah, it's Jack Lambert. And yeah, I think and he is the. If we did face of the fan franchise. I think it would be Jack. Not yeah, most blue. important player, but no, face. No, and it's blue collar. And it's it's a bit of an underdog story. Jack Lambert coming out of Kent State University where where he was overlooked by an awful lot of people. And I mean, the, just, the Steelers were, were just an underdog franchise for a long, long, long time before they suddenly became the Pittsburgh Steelers that we know. So, yeah, you it, know, that's an interesting conversation. But you mentioned that this is a leap year show. Yeah, so, I've... It is, and but then, but you made me think of something. I got to throw this out here. Okay, this is just look at the big brain on Brian trying to show off, and okay. that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Isn't it amazing that the Pittsburgh Steelers had two NFL Defensive Players of the Year from Kent State University? That is amazing because most people, 
would be really hard pressed to name another NFL player from Kent State that is not either Jack Lambert or James Harris. <laughs> That's Seriously. true. I'm like I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, can I name another NFL player from Kent State? I could I do know. one, and it would be, I believe it's Josh Cribs. Yeah, I knew there was a wide receiver, yeah, and but I, I wasn't sure who. So. And that's it. I can't yeah. name another one. Right. So, all right, let's talk about your leap year. I'm yeah. going to let you go into it. Why is this leap year? Because it's 2023. It's Now, 2024 is supposed to be a leap year, right? Right, right. But for the purposes of our show, we're talking about which Steelers – players are are primed to make a leap in 2023 are primed to improve dramatically on their performance from 2022 which doesn't suggest that these were players who were a bust or a disappointment in 2022 just players who are primed for whatever reason may it be experience the experience that they got in 2022 transitioning into improved play on the field this year or or maybe it's uh, scheme, or maybe it's the, su- the supporting cast around them that's going to make them better, etc. So, so which guys are are in that position? Yeah, that's the big question, and that's what we're going to answer when we come back right after this. With our break, we'll be back. Stick around. It's here we go. The Steelers show on Steel Curtain Network, courtesy of FFSN. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. the worst looking man you've ever seen. Train. 
All right, we are back. It is Here We Go, the Steelers show. One of my best buddies in the world. One I've never shaken his hand. I've never hugged him in person. I've never uh, I've never touched his bald head, but I would love to have that opportunity someday <laughs> and hang out with my good friend, KT Smith. I'm making him laugh. I'm doing stuff in the camera to him. I mean, it's nothing weird. I just, uh, I just did something to try to make him crack up, and I think I, I found a way to do it. Uh, anytime you break someone as cool as Kevin and make them laugh, because he's one of the coolest customers I I would ever know. I mean, I there's a guy that doesn't blink, and I think I just made Kevin blink. Uh, the bald head comment got me. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me flashing a picture of me when I was uh, four in a leisure suit. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't tell what that was. Was that a leisure suit? Were there some tough skins? I don't know what that was. No, it's a leisure suit. Um, all, uh, uh, like something Bobby Vinton would have wore back in the seventies. So, uh, it's a good so look, man. I'll have to put yeah. that up on the new Scott, What are you wearing there? Is, or is this a turtleneck? What's going on there? I think it's a dicky. <laughs> I might've <laughs> been wearing a dicky, <laughs> but I haven't changed much. <laughs> the hair's the same. It is. The it is. Grin is the same. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> let's, leap let's year, Brian. Leap, leap year. Leap year. Leap. It's off season. We're being goofy. Leap year. I've missed you, Kevin. Yeah, man. So we are. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. And um, with, I, I think it's quite natural to anticipate a big leap from Kenny Pickett this year. He's the most obvious choice. Uh, first of all, there better be a leap from Kenny Pickett this year. If there's not, there's going to be some serious consequences. One is that Matt Cannon is going to get fired, right? If, if Kenny Pickett doesn't make a big leap in his second year, you can guarantee that Matt Canada is not coming back. And <laughs> there may be, you know, you may hear some applauding in the background from, from Steelers fans who, who would like to see that, but we should all be rooting for yeah. Matt Canada to succeed, because if Matt Canada succeeds, that means the Steelers likely have a really good year. And it also means that Kenny Pickett likely gets to where uh, many people anticipate he should be after this season. And so so what are some of the factors that could lead to Kenny Pickett's growth? Well, well, he and Canada are going to be sort of joined at the hip on that journey, because one of the biggest problems that Pickett faced last year even even as he gained experience and his play got better and better, was his red zone production. Jeff Hartman and I, when he was when Jeff was filling in for you last week, we we touched on this subject on the show. Kenny Pickett had the the lowest uh, red zone completion percentage in the NFL last year, and that's not all on Kenny Pickett. Some of it is, but but a lot of it also has to do with the schemes that Matt Canada drew up, and so. So Matt Canada's got to help Kenny Pickett in that regard. But I think Kenny Pickett will be a much quicker decision maker. And I also think that he'll he'll understand NFL coverage is better. He's just going to speed up. And I think that the biggest thing that can help him, other than, than what Canada does, some of the new weapons that the Steelers have added on offense, Allen Robinson, Darnell Washington, those guys, is just that that he'll be faster. He'll process faster. Uh, and that should lead to increased production. And so – I really think he's a prime candidate for that big year two leap. 
And not only that, is we have had, uh, it was just a couple weeks ago on Let's Ride, Jeff and I were on that show together, and we shared the same source where this is coming from very high up in the Steelers organization, saying how much they believe in Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett has the locker room. He's not just the leader of the offense. He's the leader of the whole team. He, uh, his leadership extends past just the offensive line and the receivers and the running backs. You know, he is a leader. He is recognized as a leader by a guy like Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt. So the organization believes in them. And I think when you have the belief of an organization that you're naturally going to make that leap because you already, we talked about culture at the beginning of the show. And when you are helping to lead that culture and you're a young player, albeit an older second year player, a 25 year old second year old year player, but the things that we know that he's doing, it also, it almost seems like he's going to make that leap. And it's really interesting. I want to throw this in there today. I was talking to um, one of our, fans for sports network affiliates today with the new Orleans saints. And we were just having a conversation. I was talking to Wesley of uh dome patrol and he was saying the same thing that you and I have been saying. And the rest of still curtain network has been saying for a long time is people don't know the truth outside of the area code that you're in. Cause he was saying that, Derek Carr is not the same situation that he was with the Raiders last year. This is a much more, much better version of Derek Carr because he's in a much better situation. And that's kind of how I feel about Kenny Pickett because outside of the area, you could just look at it and pigeonhole these kind of players because of what they did last year. But we know inside the 412 and getting news from inside the locker room that this guy, they fully expect him to make this leap because he has been showing everything that uh, gives them no doubt that he's going to make this leap. Yeah. When the organization says we are even more excited about him going into year two than we were the day that we drafted him. That means a whole heck of a lot, Kevin. Yeah. The national perception of Kenny Pickett is lower for sure than it is among Steelers fans and people who really follow the Steelers closely. A lot of that has to do with the nature of some of the way in which articles are written these days. I I hate to say it, but there's a, there's a tendency at times to write clickbait articles where you can kind of slap up a, a rankings list, ranking all 32 NFL starting quarterbacks. Because you know that there's going to get a ton of views. Those are those are very popular articles, and people will click on those articles. Oh, a lot I of do. times, it, yeah. If you want to get read, you throw something up like that up. Well, most of the people who write those articles, they don't spend a ton of time studying the film. Many of those those writers might not look at any film whatsoever. They compile their lists largely based upon statistics. And if you look at Kenny Pickett's statistics last year seven touchdowns, nine interceptions, his, his low red zone completion percentage. You say to yourself, oh, well, you know, he didn't have a very good year. But that completely discounts the growth that Kenny Pickett made 
as the season progressed. If you if you looked at Kenny Pickett leading the Steelers down the field in the final minutes of their games in weeks 16 and 17 against Vegas and Baltimore, you saw a really, really different quarterback than you saw earlier in the season. And so it's almost impossible to, to quote-unquote, rank Kenny Pickett uh, based on his first-year performance as a total. You almost have to view it in two stages. The early Kenny Pickett, who was thrown into the fire uh, in week four against the Jets uh, at halftime, inserted into the starting lineup after never taking any reps with the first team and had to, had to learn the job uh, on the fly in real time, which is a really hard way to learn it. And then the Kenny Pickett later in the season, who once he got some experience under his belt and learned to take better care of the football and learned to become a better leader uh, and, and led the Steelers to a seven and two close down the stretch. I mean, he was a different guy. So, so again, I think, I think your point's a good one that, yeah, the people within the four, one, two, as you say, uh, or who follow the Steelers closely have a very different perception of Pickett than the national perception. And you know, I'm I'm just gonna say this. Uh, when I say four one two, that includes you and I who have different area codes. Yeah, um, I think I think we Steeler Nation. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're located. If you are in Steeler Nation, you're inside the four one two. Yeah. So hey, so so let's talk about another guy that uh, that I, we think I is... need another Lord Aleepin. Yeah, man, another leapier guy. So I think I'm gonna give you another another fairly obvious one or. And by, when I say obvious, I think not obvious like uh, like it's a slam dunk that this player will, will make a leap, but that he's anticipated to. And that's George Pickens. I think that George Pickens as a rookie showed tremendous potential. Uh, I can't quote his stats off the top of my head, but it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 52, 53 catches, 801 yards, four touchdowns. I'm pretty sure he was in that neighborhood. Yeah, um, you're, you're right there. Yeah, and he – he uh, was. He had an interesting statistic, which was uh, that George Pickens had more uh, wins on on balls thrown twenty yards or more down the field than any rookie since Jamar Chase, which is uh, a pretty you know pretty lofty company there. Which tells you that hey man, he was very reliable on vertical throws, especially those up the sideline. But unfortunately, that was pretty much his route tree. He didn't run many other routes. You didn't see him get into uh, like zone beaters in the middle of the field where he's got to diagnose coverage and, and like sit down or, you know, if you're running a, a long crossing route, just an example, right? If, if you run mesh, mesh is a route the Steelers run over and over and over again. And on, on mesh, uh, you have an inside receiver crossing the field and an outside receiver crossing the field. Uh, and they and they 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 reach a mesh point where the two cross together, usually over the football at, a, at five or six yards depth. But the 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 key to that route is once you once you reach the mesh point, once you cross with the receiver coming from the opposite side of the field, you then have to immediately diagnose coverage. You have to diagnose whether or not the linebacker or the safety or whomever is is picking you up as you cross the mesh point. Is he running with you in man coverage? Or is he sort of sitting down in a, in a zone? And if he's sitting down in a zone, then you got to sit down because you don't want to run your route into where he's aligned in his zone coverage. So you got to cross the mesh and immediately diagnose coverage and make a decision. Am I sitting down? Or if it's man coverage, am I going to keep running? Am I going to keep running away from him? 
And that's just one example of the types of routes that you'd like to see George Pickens be able to run this year. Deontay Johnson runs them really, really well. But for the Steelers to get more versatile, they got to be able to run the same look out of a bunch of different combinations. They love mesh. And, and it would be a great boon to the offense if they could start running it from some different formations and switch the guys who do it so they're not so predictable. And so if George Pickens can learn to do that, then, then that would be great. And what, and what he's got to be able to do now is, is essentially say, hey, look, I, I, I have to be more than a one-trick pony. Uh, so, and I think he's capable of it. I think that's the next leap for him is a developing a more nuanced route tree. Now, Kevin, your stats were absolutely on the money. There was not, you were not one yard off. You were not one catch off. Of course, it was 52 and 801. For George Pickens, you had four touchdowns. A receiving, he actually had one more as far as he had a rushing touchdown as well. But there's one stat that we did not talk about because we didn't ask. But it's a stat that based on what you just said, that if it goes down, it's not the worst thing in the world. And that is his average per catch. And that's 15.4. So are you saying based on running different routes, that he might be better off if his average is like 11 or 12 because he's catching more balls. No, that's a, that's a really interesting point, Brian. I wouldn't want to see his average go down to 11 or 12 because that would really eliminate some of the explosive plays. But if it dips a little bit, if it goes from 15.4 to maybe like 13.8, 14, something like that, um, that's not a bad thing either, right? Because that tells you, that he's now running that intermediate trait. You don't you don't want him to be like Deontay Johnson gets runs a lot of routes that are that have a you know an air time meaning how many yards is the ball in the air of less than five yards and you don't want George Pickens to be that guy. He's not a, a quick twitch guy, right? He doesn't like have that super quick burst in and out of cuts. He's a lot longer and and the longer guys need a little bit more space to operate, but. But rather than just have everything be be up the sideline, you'd like to see the intermediates, the dig routes, the mesh routes, the crossing routes. And, and a lot of those are plays that can hit for anywhere between 8 and 14 yards. You'd really like to see that develop. And you'd also, as a, as a, a deep ball threat, like to see him, him hit the post more. The Steelers did not attack the middle of the field in the passing game a whole lot. Um, you know, I think part of that was by design. They They – they recognize that that's where a lot of turnovers happen and they were very careful with Kenny Pickett. Um, and I just don't, you know, I don't know how great a post runner George Pickens was. Now, when you think back to that Raiders game that I mentioned earlier in the season, the game winning touchdown or early in the episode, I should say the game winning touchdown is Pickens to Pickett on a post route. Um, and, and that's the kind of stuff you'd also like to see. So, so, you know, not necessarily post over top of the safeties for a 60 yard touchdown, but post where like you're splitting cover two and you hit Pickens in the middle of the field and it picks up 20 yards. And I'd love to see that as well. Very good. So is that it for the offense? Is there one more offensive player? Or do we need to switch over to our leaping Lords of the defense? For deal? <laughs> uh, let me give you one. Let me give you one, one quick guy who I think is going to make a leap this year. And it may not translate into uh, a, a big difference in the performance of the, of the Steelers. But I think Dan Moore is going to make a, a leap. And I think there's two reasons for it. One, because I think that 
as last year progressed, now granted he gave up seven sacks and that's a big number, but I thought he got better and better as the year progressed. I thought he took to Pat Myers teaching pretty well and improved as the year went. He graded out as the Steelers best overall run blocker. And you combine that, you know, this, the, the improvement of Moore by the end of the season with the fact that he's now been given a challenge, right? I mean, picking Broderick Jones in the first round has absolutely put Dan Moore on notice that, Hey man, you know, your job is in jeopardy for sure. And I think Dan Moore will fight real hard to keep it. I think he's going to be a tough guy to get out of the starting lineup. I fully expect him to be starting in week one. Um, I don't, I just don't know if Broderick Jones will be ready. And, and, and when he's in the starting lineup, I, I just think he's going to play well. I think he's a guy who's talented. I think he'll improve. And I think that he's got the motivation to make a leap. That's really good. I mean, I, I love all of what you said there. Cause that does not, that does not put us in a situation as Steeler fans watching the number one pick being Broderick Jones being a bust. That just means that he has more time to change. Yeah. hundred percent. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. If Broderick Jones has to sit and watch for a few weeks. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead over to the defense. Okay. So on the defense side of the ball, one guy who I think is a, a candidate for the, for the big leap is DeMarvin Leal, who showed a lot of potential in his rookie season. And I think the Steelers were not a hundred percent sure what they wanted to do with him. They, they did some experimenting with him, uh, moving him all over the defensive line, including standing him up. There was some speculation like, Oh, maybe they're going to turn him into an edge. Uh, and he just, he's not an edge. He doesn't have the lateral quickness to be an edge player, but he is extremely versatile. And I think the Steelers are really solid with their with their base three, right? I mean, they're they're going in, in their base defense. I think you've got you've got uh, Cam Hayward, you got Larry Ogunjobi, Keanu Benton looks like he's going to be a player for the Steelers, but maybe not right out of the gate. And so I think when they are in their base three four, Demarvin Leal is going to be given that opportunity to to occupy that other defensive end spot. And uh, but I don't think that's his only role. You know, I, I think that when the Steelers get into some sub packages, some two, four, five packages, that they can use him as an uh, like a rusher out of, from the A gap. That they can kick him down inside as the one tech because he's got a great burst off the ball. And I think that they feel a little bit more comfortable now that they know exactly how to use him. And and by solving that problem, I think one of the biggest when you when you think about play, players who bust in the NFL, it's not always because they're bad players. A lot of times it's because they get into the wrong scheme and the scheme doesn't accentuate their strengths. And I think that Leal now with a year under his belt and the Steelers having a better idea how to use him will be a, a pretty effective player this year. Very nice. There's other guys on that defense to talk about, too. Who are we looking at? Well, it's interesting when you talk about like uh, like making the leap because the leap sort of suggests that you've got you've established yourself as playing at a certain level and now you're going to elevate that play. And it's hard to talk about rookies in that regard, but I'll be very surprised if as the season progresses, we don't see significant improvement from Joey Porter Jr. You know, I think Joey Porter Jr. will will enter the lineup on a limited basis early on. 
He's going, he's going to play behind Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to try to find opportunities to get him on the field. But I think that with Patrick Peterson as a mentor, uh, that Joey Porter will, will grow tremendously as the season comes along. And just like we said, Kenny Pickett was a, ver- a really different guy by the end of his rookie year. I mean, Kenny Pickett took like a mini leap actually during his rookie year. And I'm, I'm kind of looking for the same thing from Joey Porter Jr. I think, I think you'll see him on the field sparingly in September. And I think by December, he's going to be a really key player on that defense. Very nice. Do you have anybody else that we're looking at here? Because I have one that we're actually thinking of, that I'm thinking who, of myself. Who do you got, Bri? You're going to be shocked to hear a player that's been around this long that I think is on this list, but it's Levi Wallace. I, you know what? He, he was a guy that I would have thought about as well. Why, why do you like him? I really like him because here's a guy that had a really good season in Pittsburgh last year, but was overshadowed quite a bit with the play of Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton was the number one corner last year. And you also have you know two very capable players in the defensive backfield. You've got an all pro in Mika Fitzpatrick, even though they're not sharing the same position, they're they're still in the defensive backfield. And Terrell Edmonds had a very solid year for the Steelers, but he was overshadowed quite a bit being Levi Wallace. And I really think that he is the key to the Steelers to give those guys you just mentioned and talked a whole lot about Joey Porter Jr but also to give a Corey Trice Jr. an opportunity to apprentice quite a bit. And I think that when you have a guy like Levi Wallace out there, along with Patrick Peterson, but along with one of those rookies, that it just gives you a very solid unit all the way around when it comes to the C and the B. Yeah, and you get your uh, your second year in the system, He's more comfortable. Steelers asked him to do a lot of things that were a lot different than what he'd done in Buffalo. And so there was an acclimation period for him last year. And now with the the, the comfort level that he'll have with the scheme, I think he's a good choice for a, uh, what'd you call them? The, the leaping, what what are they? The leaping Lenny Poffos. The leaping Lords. No, oh, okay. not, not may the he rest Lenny in Poffos. peace. We lost yeah, leaping Lenny leaping this Lenny. year. We lost him this year, yeah. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, that uh, brings a tear to my eye. Um bringing up uh macho man's brother leaping lanny poffo uh yeah a- absolute legend but yeah the lords are leaping <laughs> and and remember it's uh the calendar doesn't read 2024 yet but if we can start the lords are leaping early and we start leap year early in the steel city well that means we're talking playoffs heck yeah I absolutely think so. I, I was writing a an AFC preview article for Fans First, and t- the AFC is going to be really competitive, man. There's going to be about 12 teams in the conference, 12 out of the 16, that have really legitimate chances to make the playoffs. And one of the biggest keys for the Steelers, of course, will be the maturation of many of their young players. If their young players can elevate their play, the way that we're talking about here, you combine that with some of the depth that they've built with their smart free agency and, and, uh, and draft period. And I think the Steelers are a playoff team. Very good. Kevin, do you have anything else for the good of the black and gold order? 
No, that's it. It's just other than like, let's go, let's, let's hurry it up, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for football. You know, like I'm not trying to rush through the summer because it's, it's my favorite time of year, but at the same time, I'm really eager to get to some Steelers football. Well, if you listened to the Steelers preview last night, I brought up the same thing, how excited I am, but I don't want to wish the summer away. Jeff Hartman said something very poignant as Jeff Hartman always says something very poignant. And it was simply this. He said, Training camp is a major part of his summer, so it's not really wasting away. It's not wishing away that uh, glorious summer month of July and August. What it is, it's uh, it's just ushering in the uh, the part of summer that makes us really excited because it's a gateway to the fall, but it's not an end. Yeah, and I'm uh, I just I. I'm going to sit down tomorrow and plan uh, my visit to Latrobe again for this. Oh, you're summer. doing it? Yeah, yeah. Looks like looking like maybe Thursday, August fourth might be the day that I'm I'm out there. So we'll see. I would join you that day, but that is my son's birthday, and I could never get away with that. No, 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 no. So, but maybe we'll maybe we'll wind up doing. Last year we did a uh, a podcast on location. I was in I was in a, a, a little motel near Shanksville, and you and I did the. Uh, did the here we go show after after training camp so we might we might do a little uh, on location reporting again god bless shanksville did you get a chance to visit the memorial you know we went to uh the monument which is i mean beautifully done with the wind chimes and um it was a re- i mean you were talking about a place that felt special that felt like there was like you just i don't know man you just it, it had a vibe to it you, you just there was a profound feeling to that place and um but we were unfortunately couldn't get into the museum it had just closed by the time we got there but we but we were at the monument what two Steelers, former Steelers, were very influential in uh raising money to uh get that those monuments and that museum together do you know that i, I do not know they uh, they both had a thousand yard seasons for the Steelers in 1976. Rocky oh, and Franco. And Franco. Oh, okay, interesting. Very there interesting. you go. There, there's a little piece of trivia that you didn't know. I mean, you know what? I, I've been working at at camp at, in has, hospitality a good bit this year, and I have been giving all of the incoming campers a trivia question. And I'm going to give you this trivia question, being. A being a football coach, this is something that you might be able to go ahead and uh and recognize this. So I believe the year was 1966 or 1967 at the University of Florida, and a trainer at the for the Florida Gators created Gatorade because knew that his uh his players were cramping up, they needed elect- electrolytes, they needed something a little bit more than water for hydration. But before that, before the invention of Gatorade at the University of Florida in the late 60s, what were a lot of teams using for hydration other than water? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm distracted by, by thinking about Bobby Boucher right now when you're when you talking about <laughs> high quality. What were they using other than water? Pickle juice? Were they using pickle juice? Congratulations, KT Smith. You're the only one that gets that right. It's pickle go. juice. Oh yeah, a time and time honored. I I've had, I've had players drink pickle juice before. Uh, so, yeah. when you when you take away, if they have a bad practice, say all right, 
that's it. It's not Gatorade today. It's Vlasic. <laughs> Get yep, to there it. There you go. I don't know if what it works or not. It what do your boys awful. do? <laughs> you know, Sonic, Sonic had a pickle juice slushy about four or five years ago. All right, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it lasted one year. And, uh, yeah. my, daughter, my daughter insisted that we get one. And, I think uh, Sonic comes up with their ideas that they have. Like, I think, I think like the uh, the marketing people are like a bunch of like seventeen year olds who get really <laughs> high. You know, they just decide like, you know, they then they just kind of wander around the supermarket and they're like, yeah, let's put these two things together. <laughs> the views of KT Smith are not <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the views of the management here at FFS. Hypothetically. <laughs> great i'm gonna have sonic calling me tomorrow <laughs> with that <laughs> you can always edit that out brian you know oh no that that, that that's gotta stay uh with that being said my name is brian anthony davis his name is kevin thatcher smith we will be back next year excuse me <laughs> next week we will be back together again uh we will probably have an announcement next week about uh the uh, future of this show in the regular season coming up so um very big things this show will remain we might have a uh a, a different day that you hear us so uh we'll be coming up with that probably next week to talk about to you so definitely tune in next week but until then for kt i'm bad keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for those hypocycloids Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.